being genuine from the passage of Matthew chapter 5 and 6. 我们上一次我和大家一块分享了马太福音第五章第六章里头的信息就是内里的诚实。And in um, the scripture that we read today, Matthew chapter 5, 我们这一个礼拜所读的经文马太福音第五章十七到第二十节。Jesus told the crowd that came to him that he came not to abolish the law and the prophet, but to accomplish it, and that he the need of need to be righteous to enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh,耶稣,呃,对,来到他面前的会众说,我来不是为了废除律法,而是为了成全律法,是为了让人,呃,有足够的意进入天国. So we want to spend a little bit more time to ponder on this, uh, passage today.我们,对不起,我们愿意今天花更多的时间来思想这段经文. Let's, uh, give me a for pray, okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we come again to your presence and confess about in our inequity. And uh, confess our insufficiencies. And you open your word. You annoy the one who speak and the one that who listen today. That your work might be spoken to us today. And we thank you when commit this time to you. And commit your word to you. And we and we praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So the word um, So the passage that we talked about today, actually the um, the law and the prophets that Jesus mentions um, mentioned was really mean the Ten Commandments and the entire Old Testament. Uh, 马太福音五章十一节所提到的律法和先知指的，实际上是十条诫命和旧约圣经之中的先知书。Many times Jesus' teachings might have seems to be um, quite radical or shocking to his contemporary.呃，我们主耶稣基督他的教导对他当时的人来说是实际上是呃很有震撼力的。And uh, at some at time it might seems that Jesus was against the Mosaic law.嗯。Um, so, for example, that he healed people on Sabbath days, and he also allowed his disciples to green grains of uh, uh, green grains to eat on Sabbath day. 嗯，比如说他曾经在嗯安息日的时候把人治好，他也允许他自己的门徒在安息日掐穗子去吃。And uh, it seems that he was he breaking the fourth commandment. 嗯，或许他违背了第四条诫命。and by associating with the tax collector, one might think that he broke the Leviticus um, regulations of not associates with the uncleanness. And sometimes we also are Christians on, on the, on living on this and the New Testament time, we thought that might have the notion that, well, we live under grace, so we don't need to follow the law. 
我们这些生活在新约时代基督徒就可能会有这么一个想法，就是我们既然在恩典之下，我们就不用继续呃去服从律法了。But Jesus said that He came not only to, um, not only to, He came not to abolish the law, but to accomplish, but to fulfill them.哦，但是我们的主说，我们我来不是要废掉律法，而是要成全律法。And in the context of the scripture that we read today, you realize that it was obvious that Jesus. Demanded his listeners to practice the law as well. So in fact, Jesus said that until the heaven and the earth pass away, not a little, even a little stroke of the law would be be abolished. 因此我们就在十八节可以看到我们的主说就是天地都废去律法的一点也话也不能废去。So Jesus healed on the Sabbath to show people the true meanings of the Sabbath.耶稣在安息日给人治病是为人告诉人安息日真正的意义。That as we worship God and think about God's mercy, we should also be compassionate to others.我们敬拜神，我们也。思想神对我们的怜悯，我们也需要对别人有怜悯的心。So let's read the Matthew chapter chapter twelve.我们一起来读马太福音十二章。但我告诉你们，在这里有一人比电更大。我喜爱连续，不喜爱祭祀。你们若明白这话的意思，就不将无罪的当作有罪的，因为人子是安息日的主。The same has um, it's the same with his associations with the tax collectors and sinners. Uh, 在这里, uh, 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 he came to call the sinners because the spiritual six, which are the sinners, maybe sometimes they don't even know that they are spiritually six, and they need the Jesus, who is the great physician of the soul, to come and seek them out and heal them. 耶稣自己说，我来是为了造罪人，而这里的罪人或者说呃灵里有病的人，实际上就是呃这些罪人。这些罪人可能自己并不意识到自己灵里有病，而就需要这一位呃在属灵上极为伟大的医生耶稣来
So following verse 20 in chapter 5, Jesus gave six examples. So he talked about uh, being angry and uh, the relationship of being angry and murder. Lust and adulteries, marriage, relationship and divorce, honesty and making off, retaliations and going the extra miles with your people pressure you and love your enemies. If we keep on harboring anger to someone, eventually would could lead to and, and keep that simmering inside, eventually might explode and lead to an outward action. And some people said that these are six relationships that related to others. Talking about um, these six, six examples have to do with our relation to other peoples. Then he talked about what we do in secret. And that was in chapter six, talk about our prayer life, our givings, and our to the need and needy, and to our fasting. These things that should have, have should have been done in secret have to do with our relationship to our Heavenly Father. Um, years ago when I first read this uh, section about the uh, doing things in secret, I had the um, reading the traditional Chinese versions, I had the notion that um, uh, uh, um, I had the wrong notion that God was a secret agent. He was sneaking around and carrying a big stick. Uh, uh, and he hired away, and then if he, as he saw someone is doing good, then he rewards and doing not good, then he hit him. But in the text, it just simply means that God is spirit. That's why He is unseen. But because He's omniscient, nothing is hidden from Him. So whatever we did in secret, is nothing can be hidden from God. And he reward and disciplines to those that he loves because he is love. Uh, because that's why that's why we should be genuine and that's what the word integrity means. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure that 
what is the right word to uh, Chinese word to explain integrity? I I search and sound like maybe this work might be the closest. Uh,我觉得integrity这个词翻译成汉语不太好翻译，所以我觉得，呃，我查了半天，我觉得这个操守这个词是最好的。Um, uh, but I guess the the uh, there were some explanations that uh, you know, doing the right things when no one is looking. I think this is a good ex explanation. Uh,操守这个词所提到的就是当没有人在一旁观看的时候，你做正确的事情。the evil that we did in secret when no one would was watching would catch up with you us later will catch up with us later and the shame for us that we did in secret would be revealed one day so do good things outwardly might win you praise and respect of other people for some time. But unless the outward actions stem from the inside desire to love God and obey God and love others, uh, the praise and reward are temporary and mean nothing in the sight of God. Uh, uh so doing the right things in secret is the inner godliness that God desires. So uh, so the, a few words about like our relationship with others. Um, it might not have anything to do with you, but I guess it used to bother me when I was young. Uh, when I was young, I tried to please and want to be at peace with everybody. I tried to agree with everyone. And I think to some extent because I was afraid of confrontation. And the old lady used to tell me that I cannot please everybody and I couldn't understand. So as I grew older, I started to appreciate that different people have different value, different work view. And some people would have value of life that is different from mine. But most importantly, some people would have a value of life that is different from God. If you try to please everybody and agree with everybody, then you'll be constantly standing on constantly shifting ground. And you appear that you have no truth in you and you have no principle. And it would be very tiring for you 
It will be very easy for you if you try to please one audience of one. 呃，对你来说，呃，容易的事情就是你永远去满足那一位。And that audience of one is God.而那一位就是上帝。So if we please God, and we will find that, and we will agree with God, and we will find that very, at some later on, you will find that you can be at peace with most of the people. 当你去讨神的喜悦的时候，你之后就会发现，其实你和绝大多数的人都是可以和平共处的。And you could, um, be able, you would be able to love other people even though you don't agree with them.嗯，你也可以去爱那一些呃与你观念不同的人。So the relationship to God, which is what we did in secret.嗯，我们在暗处中，在秘密中所做的事情，去反却反映了我们和神之间的关系。It is like the vertical post of the cross.就相当于十字架的这么一个呃纵向这么一杠。and our relationship with other is like the cross beam.和其他人之间的关系就像实际上中的横的一个。And uh, we cannot have the right relationship with other people unless our relationship with God is correct.我们如果和神的关系是不正确的，我们和人的关系也正确不了。But when our relate, but we cannot have a right relationship correct until. Um, when our relationship with God is correct, then our relationship with other people would be correct. And our relationship with God can be correct. It's only when Jesus paid the price on the cross for us. By his crucifixions and his resurrection, Jesus accomplished the law. 嗯，他通过他自己的定时的，他自己的受死，他的复活，耶稣基督为我们付的罪的代价。Because there's no one in their own nature could live up to the requirements of the law.嗯，因为人凭着自己的本性是无法呃活出律法当中的要求的。We all know what is good, but we cannot do it, and we know all know what is bad and shameful and sinful, but we cannot help but do it. 我们知道什么是好，但是我们做不出来；我们知道什么是可耻的，什么是犯罪的，但是我们偏偏要去做。And by his crucifixion, Jesus paid for the penalty of our sins. 嗯，我们耶稣基督，我们的主在十字架上受死，是为我们付上了罪的代价。And by his resurrections and our submissions to his lordship over us. 通过他自己的复活和我们对他主权的顺服。he empowers us to live a life that could be conformed to the requirement of the law. And in, um, some letter of the New Testament, some people also talk about this being the governed by the Holy Spirit, just like the song that we sang this morning. <coughs> 呃，提到这实际上是圣灵的保守。On one hand, Jesus fulfilled the requirement of the law for us. 嗯，一旦我们的主为我们付上了律法所要求的代价。On the other hand, when we submit to His lordship, He work in us so that our old nature would be done away with, and a new life in Jesus Christ would start to grow in us. 嗯，当我们顺服我们的主，嗯。
And this life can be nourished and grow just as the little seed need water and sun. And it could be grown and nourished by our thirst of Jesus Christ. Our pastor started a series on thirsting for Jesus. And last week we talked about reading of the Bible, let's God's work ingrained in you. And I'm sure that he would continue in this series, and that is our part, the thing that we can do. And on the other hand, God also did his, does his part. And the way that Jesus help us grow and empower us to lead a new life that is Christ's life, a lot of time is by raising up circumstances and peoples around us. He might not do that all the time, but a lot of time it seems that he did that quite often. And by raising these peoples and circumstances around that, then we might not be happy, but we have to make a decision whether to follow God's command or not follow God's command when faced with these situations. And oftentimes it's through our submission that he starts to prune away the bad, bad part of our life and start to transform us from the inside out um, so that um, his law, he would put his law into our heart. And then you start to realize that God he put his law in your heart and you can start to conform to his law and start to live the requirements of his law from your heart. And for the people who could start to walk in his wave and please him and walk according to his law is not something that we can boast, but all what we could boast is boast about his amazing grace that transforms us. So sometimes call Christian call this process being crucified with Christ, or sometimes people also call this a process of sanctification. Uh, 
crucified with Christ doesn't mean that we indiscriminately negate our feelings or our pressure or our comfort in life. Uh, some ancient saint, I have heard that some ancient saint would put a pebble in her sh- their shoes and they start to walk um, so that they don't feel comfortable. it just means that we sim- simply means that we are willing to submit ourselves to Christ and let Him work in our life and transform us. So when we talk about a resurrected life, it doesn't mean that that life will start after we pass away, physically pass away in this life. That life has started when we accepted Jesus as our personal Savior. And continue to grow when we submit to Jesus' Lordship in our life. When we talk about resurrections, um, unless a person die, he cannot resurrect. Unless we submit to God, He will not work to, in our life to transform us. And He wants to transform us to be like Christ one day. So Matthew 5.20, Jesus talked about the requirements of being righteous in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. And he wants us, our righteousness need to be surpassed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. And um, we kind of touched upon it last time, but I guess I want to talk about a parable in a parable that we read this morning in Luke 18. Realize that in Luke 18 actually followed Luke 17 when the Pharisee came and asked Jesus about the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus start to give two parables and this and then also look recorded some event that has to do with the kingdom of heaven. We're not going to touch on those today. We're just going to talk about this parable of these tax collectors and the Pharisees. The parable gave a stark contrast between uh, these two persons. Uh, 
两个人的先民对比开始的 and the tax collector would collect tax for the government uh, from his fellow Jewish people. Uh, and they usually collected more than they need in order to sustain their own living. Uh, maybe some could not find other type of jobs, so that's why they need to do these things to sustain their living. And some might just outrightly want to do this type of work so that they could make money. Some may wanted to change at some, some point, but they find out they could no longer be able to change because they were already labeled the enemy of the people. And others might just enjoy the, the way of life. So whatever it is, this tax collector in this parable realized that he was a sinner and he could not measure up to the requirements of God. That he wronged others and worse yet he might be and he wronged God and, and worse yet he was might be stuck in this situation. And so it was recorded here he dare not even look up to heavens and he beat his chest and he confessed he was sorry the prayer was short but sincere so I'm, I'm not sure, are you in similar situation? Are you stuck in some point in your life? If you're stuck in your life, come before God and come, come before Jesus, and he might open the door for you. You might become the tax collector Levite or become the tax collector Zacchaeus. And Jesus might reach out to you, might encounter you and change you, who knows? But the Pharisee, on the other hand, he was um, in the in, in my versions of the NIV, which is the older versions, he said he was confident of his own righteousness and looked down on other people. Uh, 这个法律赛人根据我手上所有的新国际版，他是呃一个非常骄傲，他是一个呃要轻看他人的人。And he boasted about his own righteousness.他夸他以他自己的一夸口。And he might have truly measured up to other people. He might be superior to other people in some of the things that he talked about. 
他或许他所讲的一些事情，他确实是是胜过别人的。他或许嗯，不会犯他与他同时代人所犯的那样的罪恶的行为。And it is to be commendable。这是值得称赞的。But the problem Jesus point out here was he pray about himself. 但是他的问题是主我们的主在这里指出是他为他自己祷告 I'm sorry So in the in the older versions of NIV it said 在NIV之前的版本里头说 Verse 11 The Pharisee stood up and pray about himself 在路加福音十八章十一节说 法利赛人站起来为他自己祷告。And he gave God a long list of what he did. 他在神面前列出了自己所做的一个很长的单子。And his problem was he measured himself against others instead of measuring himself against the standard of God. 他来看到自己，而不是与神的要求对比来，他来看自己的。So he was making a judgment himself, and as if he was telling God, stand aside, let me tell you, let me make a judgment, let me give you a verdict, my verdict.嗯，他实际上就相当于说，嗯，把神放到一边去，嗯，然后我来给你这么一个判决，你来看一看。Let me tell you that how superior I am over your other children's. 让你让你来看一看，我和你其他的子民们相比，我有多厉害。And this was our problems of having the tree of the fruit, tree of the knowledge of good and evil, without the tree of the fruit of the tree of life. 这就实际上就是相当于我们吃了分别上树上的果子，却不吃生树上的果子，给我们带来的问题。we judge according to our measure of what is good and what is bad according to our standard. Rather than according to the standard of God. So the Pharisee might not have been have robbed or might not have done evils or might not be adulterous outwardly. 或许他没有偷到，或许他没有犯奸，或许没有犯其他各样的罪恶的行为。But it was not clear whether he truly measured up to the standard that Jesus expounded about adult, about lust, and about doing evils, and about hating other peoples.但是，嗯，相对于我们主所。提到的关于偷盗，关于奸淫上各种各样的标准，我们不知道他是否完成了这，他达到这一些标准。Do you think that you could measure up to the standard of God?你觉得你有可能达到神所你们立的标准吗？Are you confident in your own righteousness?你对自己所行的有自信吗？So the apostle Paul, he was a great scholars and a great missionaries, and he was blameless as a Pharisee. 使徒保罗作为一个法利赛人，他是一个无可指责的人，他是一个伟大的学者，也是一个伟大的宣教士。Yet his fear was that when he, after he preached to others, he himself might be disqualified for the prize. 嗯，他害怕，就说他恐怕他传福音给别人，他自己却被撇弃。And at the end of his life, we will we notice that when he wrote to his 
mentee. Uh, he's, he's a younger person that he looked over Timothy. Uh, 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 he said he said that he was a chief sinner, and that was if you look at that, that was a present tense that is, I am a chief sinner. So let us remind ourselves that if there's anything that we can boast, the only thing that we could boast about is our weakness and God's grace on us. So Jesus concludes the parable by saying that the tax collector went home justified before God. So being justified means that he was credited as righteousness before God, as counted as righteousness before God. So and Paul told us that there's no one righteous. Um, but then God counted us, credited us as righteous, not only to Abraham, which was where this Romans chapter 4 was talking about. Let's read Romans chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. Yeah, so we have no righteousness, right? And our righteousness was credited by God and to us through Jesus' salvation and by our acceptance to God. Uh, so the righteousness that Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter 5, verse 20. So uh, is the inward righteousness over the outward righteous acts of the scribes and the Pharisees. That inward righteousness can only be attained by realizing that we fall short of the glory of God. And we desperately need His salvation and grace. We not only need God's salvation to pay for the penalty of our sins, we also need His salvation to save us from the, our way of life. And Jesus' crucifixion brought us the salvation for the penalty of the sins. And the only thing that we could do is to accept it. Uh, and we accept it by faith and because it is freely given to everyone. 
and his resurrections and our submission to him would save us from our way of life so that that uh, save us from that way of life that cannot measure up to God's requirements could not measure up to God's standard uh, we can only only attain that inward righteousness by submitting to God's lordship in us and let God work in our life so that we can become transformed to be Christ-like one day. So we can only attain that inward righteousness and I was really sincerely hope that we all would submit to God's work and He continue to work in our life to make us like Him days every day and our, His life would grow stronger and stronger in us every day. So I Let's pray. Dear God, we come to you again. We ask you to continue to work in us every day, every moment. And prune us and and cut away and chip away the thing that is not right and not pleasing to you. As well as the thing that is not pleasing to us and to others. You know that we are weak. We cannot face the many bondage that is that have bind us so tightly. But we trust that you could help us to love you and to submit you to obey your word. So that you could let your light break free into in us. So and break and unshackle the bondings that so tightly bond us. Men's works are limited. But your power is unlimited. And you work in each one of our lives. We praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.